0: Welcome to Ragnar 365 Nuggets. Thank you for joining here today. Hey, hello, and welcome to a new episode of Ragnar 365 Nuggets. And today I've got Michael Roth here from Devo Team Allegri. And we are hello. going to have a conversation around two use cases for Microsoft Teams life hacks, productivity boosters. So I'm happy to have you here in my show, Michael. Welcome.
1: Thank you very much. Nice to be here. It's quite an honor. And uh, I have to correct you in the first few seconds, not life hacks with teams, but work hacks. Okay, yeah, so <laughs> maybe we can find a nice bridge that
0: be the okay. let's make a work-life balance hack, which is going to influence yeah work and personal life. But anyway, it's difficult to, to separate it. So I always have my personal problems to separate between work and life because I really love the things what I'm doing. And I have the impression that you also are a kind of person... Who loves, you know, what you're doing and you are employed at Devo Team Allegri as usage and option specialist. Around over sixty-five, you work as a consultant.
1: That's correct. This is a good bridge actually, because life work life balance it should be balance, it should be one thing because I live and I work and I love what I do exactly. And um if you let me just jump into it, I would say um, life hacks yeah. isn't so far away because what are work hacks? Work hacks are like life hacks. But for your work life, so LifeX little tricks to make your day-to-day life a little bit easier, and WorkX are working in your work life. And who doesn't want his or her work life to be easier, right?
0: Everybody needs it, I think.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I think so. But usually, if you want things to be easier, usually you have to change a few things: your behavior, your tools, your environment, and so on, and so on. And if you think about changes at work, usually huge change projects come to mind, and they cost time, money, and they are far away from easy to implement and quick to adopt. And I know that because I'm working with change management like every day, and it's usually a lot of effort. Yeah, I've also seen
0: it, absolutely.
1: But work hacks are exactly that, they're easy and quick. They're easy to implement and quick to adopt. Because you start with one small change within your own team and see how it works. If it works, good, maybe try another one. If it doesn't work, no problem. You can change the work hack, adapt it to your needs, Or forget about it completely, no harm done, because they are little small changes. Because they are so small and easy to use, you can play around with it and get the most out of it for your specific needs. And if you implemented a few within your team, then you can go and tell your colleagues, talk about it during lunch, spread the word, inspire others. You see, WorkEx are a classic bottom-up approach to changing behavior within organizations. And they're actually a lot of fun to experiment within your team. And I would like to give this one rule that is very important for WorkEx. That rule is called, don't follow the rules, because if you're <laughs> listening, <laughs> right, if you're talking about work hacks, then you get the description of what to change and how it works. But if it doesn't really work for your style of work, for your organization, then just change it, adapt it. The proper thing is to get the inspiration. Disrupted. Yeah, disrupt it, maybe. Yeah, To get a good inspiration is far more important than to blunt follow the rules of the work hack. That's very important. So we are using WorkHacks quite a lot, actually, in our team. And we discovered that Microsoft Teams can really help you with implementation of those WorkHacks. So the cool thing is, while using Teams to implement those, your team member will get to know new and different use cases for Microsoft Teams, and especially use cases for which they see their personal benefit. Some users might also learn new functionalities. And if you can increase the knowledge about Microsoft Teams and improve your collaboration style, well, that's a win-win for me. Sounds good. Yeah, and as you mentioned before, I brought you two of my favorite work hacks we've implemented at our own company with Teams, and I would like to tell you about those. Yeah, okay, I can't wait, so please start with number one. Yep. <laughs> number one is called Focus Time. Okay, I guess you know the situation. You have worked on that important project to do, and you know you can do it if you can really put in two good hours of undistracted work into it. And then your phone rings, and a few mails appear out of nowhere, and you get those team notifications and suddenly a co-worker is at your door and asking to chat or for a coffee or something. So you have constantly small distractions while you work day. Sounds like my life. <laughs> like your everyday. Yeah, so glad that you know it. But do you know how long it takes after distraction to get back into this concentration work mode? On average, do you have any idea?
0: Mm, 23 minutes.
1: That's pretty good, actually. On average, it's about 15 and 18 minutes. And if you think about it, every email, every phone call and every colleague swing by talking to you costs you around about 15 or 18 minutes to get back into this work style. And if you want to just put in one or two hours of concentrated work, that's a lot of time. So of course you can get rid of those external distractions like from Outlook or your phone, just unplug your phone and switch out Outlook and that's it. But those internal distractions like co-workers working close by or Teams notifications that's a little bit different. I don't want to shut down teams because that's where I work, that's where, where my data is. So I can't close this application. So mm-hmm. I need to work in teams. With this working focus time, what you do basically is you talk with your team, with your team members, and agree on a certain time of the day where everyone can work undisturbed. During that time, everybody can get into the de-work mode without being distracted by colleagues. And it's important that everybody agrees on the time frame, so that everyone can benefit from that. So that would be a fairly simple thing. Just talk to each other. What do you need to work, concentrate? Now you have those Teams notifications. And I've talked to many customers and many colleagues, and most of them weren't aware that you can change your present status manually. And within this time frame, focus time, let's say from 11 to 12 a.m. every day, we change our present state to do not disturb. And it's really interesting that not many users know about that, that you can change it manually. And what we've discovered is that it's quite a powerful sign if a whole department switches to do not disturb, all at once at 11 a.m. So that was the time that we can really work, that we won't get any distractions and they really pull it off.
0: And the biggest benefit here is that you are not getting any kind of notifications anymore. So, so that's the value. Correct. We don't get any
1: notifications from the teams. Yeah, We don't get any distractions from colleagues coming around because everybody's focused on their co-work. And that really has helped us a lot just to work better.
0: That's interesting because we had this feature already in Skype for Business, but then it was just, yeah, it was also blocking. It was blocking chat messages, but here it's blocking the notifications and alerts.
1: Yeah, and it's far easier to uh, to just put your cell phone to not to stop than to switch off every notification you might have installed.
0: Hmm. Exactly, yeah. Great. That sounds good. Mm-hmm.
1: Work's really great and it's quite simple. And in the end, it's just talk to each other about what you want and what you need for work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Um, second work hack would be the feedback card. Um, usually, you get feedback irregularly from your manager once or twice a year. And quite often, this feedback feels strategic, not very personal, not very close. But most of the people I know benefit a lot from honest and personal feedback. So, um, what we did is we've implemented a regular event where people can request feedback from their coworkers. And this feedback is on eye level and it often feels way more personal and close to the people and they can really learn and visual on from it. So the original idea with this feedback card is to send your co-workers a postcard to ask for feedback on a specific topic. And once again, here we talk to the whole team and we, agreed on a specific time frame on how often you can request feedback from your colleagues. Shouldn't be once a week, that's maybe a little bit too often. Once a year is too rare. So maybe once once in a month or every two months, mm-hmm. that's kind of okay. And the thing is we are well working in IT and so we don't have any postcards laying around. So that's <laughs> a little bit old school. Yep. So we're trying to look into the future. So we are using of course Microsoft Teams for that. Specifically the praise button. And up to today, I haven't found a proper use case for that. They are fun to use, but I didn't really know what to do with it. It's a little difficult.
0: You know, our German culture, you know, we're not used to do this public praise thing. Yeah. Right.
1: Yeah. And with, for everybody who doesn't know the praise function or what it's for, you can send those small pictures, those small icons to colleagues who would say, great coworker, good job, something like that. But actually you can add more text to those pictures and you can customize them if you need. So we agreed that we are using these buttons, these price buttons, to ask a coworker for feedback and to schedule a meeting. So you just pop up this button within the Teams chat and ask, hey, dear, whoever, could you give me feedback on this and this topic? I would really appreciate it. Could you schedule a meeting? 30 minutes, coffee's on me. That's pretty easy. Most people are really to be asked for feedback and they can, if they can provide it there, they feel appreciated. And the good thing with that is when you use uh, the button in the teams chat two buttons left from the praise button is the schedule a meeting button and once again i have recognized that this is pretty unaware because most people go out of teams open outlook open the calendar and schedule a meeting but you don't have to do that actually
0: mm, nice combination of both buttons yeah.
1: right and it's just this one button lets you uh, schedule a meeting within like i don't know a minute or so mm-hmm. so that's not really much effort and the interesting thing with this is on the first hand you show the, uh, the more buttons and functionalities in the chat window of Teams, but what's great and good about behind this is that you are improving your collaboration style with your colleagues through active feedback, and your team grows closer together, gets to know each other, and you learn a lot more about Microsoft Teams. So you don't, know, you don't just learn new functionalities, but you will have more from that, like a social component. That's indeed a lot of value,
0: and especially because the co-workers and colleagues, they offer very precise feedback, not just a superficial, yeah, well, great job, well done, which is nice, but it doesn't really affect you because it's too superficial, yeah? Yeah,
1: exactly. And those are two work hacks we are using for Teams right now, and um, the interesting thing is that the user we are providing them with are using Teams differently now. They don't see just the classic work scenario use case, but they have a personal use case. And if any user sees a personal use case and a personal benefit within from tool, then he uses it in a different kind of way. He starts using it more actively and he wants to, he has got some desire to figure out more things. And that really improves user adoption like a lot.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's great recommendation and i really love to see this use case because it's not only a technical feature which is new and fancy it's also something which is going to transform the culture uh, to a better feedback exactly. culture yeah. it is going to let grow the team much more closer together so that's a big benefit for the whole team thanks so much for sharing so that's absolutely great mm. and this is going to be published very soon as you told me on your blog which is medium.com right. slash at Gezeitenbrand and um yeah just follow him if you don't find it just go to medium.com and enter michael Roth, and then you can read his best productivity and work hacks based on of 65 and teams michael thanks for joining thank you very much for our show here and have a nice day thanks for having me have a nice day bye bye